Most of the time, we review books that we really like here on The Book Boys. Other times, we review books that stink. And when a book really stinks, we get fussy. So this is a warning that sometimes we'll swear on this podcast, or sometimes the material that we're reviewing will be adult in nature. So keep that in mind as you listen to this week's episode. Are we are we recording? We're recording right now. I didn't finish the book. <laughs> Let's back up. Ben, how was your week? And then you can explain why you didn't finish the book by having hopefully great excuses during your week story. Uh well, I, my week was pretty goddamn busy actually. Yeah? Yeah. Just what, work? I uh well, I saw the orthopedic specialist about my knee. That's right. Yeah. When do you go under the knife? Uh, I think I'm going to put it off till April. Why? Because I'm going to be on crutches for a few weeks, and that sounds unpleasant in the winter. But you're already walking around in an embarrassing way right now. It's hard to watch you. Trying to stumble down those steps like Those are man. steep steps. No. got to be careful. All right. I, it's been injured for years. I can put it out for another couple months. Are you a danger to other people because of your condition? I'm a danger to other people for other reasons. <laughs> I was thinking more like driving with your bum knees, but all right. It's no, no, your that's anger right. levels. That's what makes you dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Uh, yeah, so there's that. So but they just said, you're going to be on crutches for weeks, and you said, that's I embarrassing. Got, How yeah. many pick up hot chicks? And then you said, I won't wait till April. Give me some time. Yeah. Online, I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, where are you going with <laughs> I this? don't know. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's my big news. Okay. Um, well, it's going to be hard to watch you. you got to take a week off from work, too, because I'm going to be on opioids. Oh, really? For a week, apparently, apparently there's quite a bit of pain involved with holy poop cutting one's knee open, and because they, I, I guess they, uh, they're gonna take off part of my hamstring to craft a new ligament with. Oh, lord! Yeah, you have one tight hamstring. Wasn't that the mm-hmm. premise of? There's a movie in the '90s about a kid that plays baseball. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when I worked at Mister Movies, I yeah. watched it a couple times, and uh, he had like a real tight yeah. tendon in his arm. Yeah, and, he could, and he'd pull it back and make a stretching sound, like yeah, and then he'd throw the ball, and he got to go to the pros. That's yeah, gonna be because he could throw it really hard. I wonder if you're gonna be like the fastest runner in the world because those tight hamstrings. Probably, I think that's how it works. I think that's <laughs> probably. What, I think that's what he said. <laughs> Prepare to be way faster than you've ever been. Uh, also, the uh, continuing the kidney stone and water discussion oh my lord you know yeah. my co-worker well this is this is our thing now this is a segment <laughs> kidney stones this week well no i think uh well it's not kidney stones entirely it's just water i think i do drink too much water why is that? not not for the kidney stones just for the uh water poisoning you can drink too much water there is such a thing yeah. and i knew like you could die from drinking too much water there was a person in my college uh, who was a film student that did an entire film about a person who drank too much water and was vomiting because you get some sort of toxic situation from water. Yeah. Which seems weird. Yeah. Gets your, something to do with the sodium levels in your bloodstream or something. Hmm. So you think you drink too much? You yeah, get I'm, trying to, I'm trying to ease back on the water a little bit now. Find yourself taking a lot of naps and peeing yourself while you do it? How um, do you know you're drinking too much water? 
Yeah, I don't pee myself ever, but I oh, pee a lot. All right, well, apparently I touched a nerve. I, yeah, I know you <laughs> pee a lot because you drink a lot of water. Yeah. So now you're... So now I'm trying to ease it back. So you obsess over making sure you drink enough water, and now you're obsessed that you might be drinking too much water. I really don't want to get a kidney stone. Uh, coworker said that her husband wound up um, drinking too much milk and got a kidney stone. So she goes, tell your co-host that. And I go, aha, fluids are oh. a problem. But she the, looked it up and found out she was wrong. She said, oh, it turns out I was wrong. Yeah. So they apparently her and her whatever husband got a kidney stone, and she probably just started blaming the milk. Okay. <laughs> but then when she looked it up, she's like, ah, forget it. Here on the Mayo Clinic, it says that uh, you know milk doesn't cause any of these kind of like yeah. combinations. But I did learn that certain fluids can... Uh, there's different types of kidney stones. Um, milk doesn't cause any, but other fluids can, like coffee can and that sort of thing. Okay. But um, also, it can just be hereditary. So I was going to ask, Ben, you seem real upset about kidney stones. Do you have kidney stones in the family you're worried about? Eh, not that I'm aware of. Um, speaking of family, that's a good segue into oh, there uh, we go. Gretchen's uh, oral health corner. I was hoping Gretchen had another Gretchen's tips. we got to figure out what we're going to call that. Eh, it depends. It, is it all oral? <laughs> <laughs> Gretchen's all oral corner. <laughs> like at this point, I'm just trying to find the boundary where she stops listening. Finally, uh, yeah, I know. it wasn't do- double dirty moan, man. Uh, for a little extra oomph, <laughs> put Listerine in the water pick instead of water. <laughs> That's a tip I can actually try to use. You know, I'm there gonna go. come back with uh, with my. My my uh, opinion about that. Right, well, I, I appreciate her giving the advice, but I'm concerned you can handle that much oomph. That's or, a lot of oomph. So wait, am oomph. I supposed to do all Listerine? Because I do have, I'm a Listerine-sman myself. A classic Listerine, like the one that looks like piss in a bottle. I'm that guy. Okay. Uh, is it just all? Because that's very expensive. Or is it like three to, to water ratios? Uh, she didn't say, so I guess right, it's up well, to you Gretchen's to... Gretchen's going to have to come back with an answer on that one with her next tip. Just go for it. Just try it out. <laughs> just fill it to the top with yeah. like the real like list all jump. Listerine. Just jump. Oh, you know, that's a good point. Yeah. Why am I holding myself back? Yeah. Ah, you're right. Just jump. This is the reason why I'm not successful. <laughs> um, is that it? So Gretchen's Corner. I'm a big fan of Gretchen's Corner. I don't know why. Just the idea uh, that we're getting dental hygiene tips. From Gretchen's all oral <laughs> tips. <laughs> all oral with Gretchen tips. It's <laughs> oh. oh, gonna be a go. good uh, hashtag on Instagram when I try and push this <laughs> episode out. Yeah, uh, that it. Yeah, then I didn't finish the book. Was that the other thing? Yeah, why didn't you finish that book? Because I kept putting it off because I didn't want to read it because yeah, it's awful. It's horrible. But then I kind of regret that because I was reading it a little bit. Uh, before I came over, mm-hmm. and uh, there, actually some action happened. There was some stuff going on. I'll save it for the show, though. How was your week? <laughs> um, nothing going on with my week. Uh, my job is still highly insecure. I thought it was I was okay, but it turns out I'm not okay. So that stinks. Um, more... It's one thing when you get gossip from other coworkers that uh, bad things are happening, that people are getting laid off, but then... When the gossip starts coming from the department heads, 
<laughs> when they have whole meetings where they're like, yeah, so we can't say one way or the other what's going to happen to you, but, you know, it's never a bad idea to brush up that uh, resume. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> yeah. But I was like, oh, this looks horrible. Yeah, so we'll see. But uh, that's pretty much it for that. So I'm doing the Taoist approach. I'm losing my job. So I'm sure that's a smart move on my part. And then uh, just reading great, great young adult fiction. Yeah. Let's start the show. Okay. That's my thing. Uh-huh. You've got the, you scream book boys, I scream Ben. Yeah. And it works well for everybody. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I think it does. Think Anyways. Well, uh, another show note for you. What's that? Uh, the, the intro slash explicit language warning that uh, runs before the show. You don't like it? Well, it's just inaccurate. You say, most of the time we read books we really, really like. Yeah. That's not true. Have we read one? Have we read one? I feel like we have. That we really like? That we didn't hate, so we had nothing to say about well, it. Well, the Golden Compass, I mean, those are fine. Yeah, those are but all right. But I wouldn't say most of the time we read books that we really like. Most of the time we hate them. So are we supposed That's the point. You want me to say we make a point of getting books we can't stand so we can swear a lot? Let's be so upfront about it, yeah. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I, I also don't want people thinking, like, what, what these guys really like Twilight? Uh, that's a good point. Well, well they, they really like, like Sean Penn's uh, literary flair. You know, people I've talked to, uh, they say, oh, well, you know, they don't know that. Except for two, uh, most people don't know that where to listen to the podcast. Uh-huh. But they'll say, oh, so what are you doing now on your podcast? And they'll say, uh, we're reading Twilight. And they all say, oh, I love Twilight. That's a toughie. So, you know, I, I've been using the dating apps lately. Mm. You're not promoting that you have a podcast on it. It's in my profile. Oh, Ben. But the last, uh, I was chatting to some fine women over the weekend, and they they both read Twilight. Yeah, and they loved it, didn't they? Uh, I think they did. They would admit it, though, because mm-hmm. they know... Nobody likes Twilight. I mean, you should not yeah. like Twilight. No. I found that one quote. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll jump ahead to that. Uh, I found the one quote, the one that made me mildly famous on Reddit. <laughs> Shh. He shushed me. <laughs> Everything's all right now. But the thing was, I apparently skimmed over it when I was like going through the book and just zoning out because it's just constantly Bella and Edward. Like, I love you. No, I love you. I can yeah. kill you. I know, but I love you anyways. You shouldn't. Every chapter. Yeah. So I had to do a search since I have the Kindle version. Yeah. I did a search for uh-huh. shh. One is the one I just read that's in the final chapter, chapter 24. There's another shh quote from the new book, which they give you a preview of the oh. first chapter. So in the first chapter yeah. of the next book, okay. uh, New Moon, in the yeah. first chapter, which is called Party, it's, shh, I shushed him half-heartedly. <laughs> so the shh, he shushed me, or shh, I shushed him. She has a problem <laughs> with that. Can you... More than once. Can you maybe do me a quick favor? Hmm. Since you got the electronic book there. Yeah. Can you um, search for the word grin and tell me how many results there are in the book? <laughs> That's a really good idea. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can find it. Oh, my Lord. 61 references to grin. 61 grin. <laughs> in chapter 6, there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 references to grinning in just one chapter. Yeah, yeah it gets... <laughs> it's a bit much. Oh, chapter 7, Nightmare. Yes, I agreed with the grin. He smiled back. 
Yeah, the grinning is a real problem in this book. Yeah. You really landed on some gold there with that one. And my, my physical copy is 500 pages long, and they're small, small pages. And that's a grin on average once every, <laughs> what, nine pages, eight pages? I love you doing the averages for grins. Yeah. Once every eight and a half pages or so. Ben! Yeah. Chapter 13. Let me just do a quick rundown. All right. Confessions, it was called. Revelations. What? Chapter 13? I have it as Revelations. Did they... Oh, my God. Did they... Change the titles? Who she thinks she is? George Lucas? <laughs> Chapter 13. Oh, Confessions. Then why do I have Revelations? Oh, are you just editorializing? Maybe I'm the George Lucas. I'm like, yeah, we could change the title of this. Ah, I'm going to help her out a little bit. Okay. Bella and Edward get to the meadow on their hike and sees Edward sparkle in the sun. You were pretty excited about what was going to happen there. He sparkles in the sun, Ben. Well, yeah, I was trying to just muster up any excitement I could. It was pretty obvious he was just going to sparkle. There's more excitement when Bella starts to stroke his skin, and Edward gets so worked up, he instantly zips across the other side of the field and shows off his uh, super strength by taking a giant branch and smashing it against the tree because he's so sexually worked up, he had to get away from her before he presumably kills her. I don't know. I honestly missed that. Oh, yeah. I was skimming he zipped across over the it. field, okay. and then he busted this huge branch, so he's showing off his super speed and his super strength, but you know, it doesn't realize, like, oh, he must have had, like, a super boner, and that's why he like, got scared and took off, because yeah. he's like a Mormon or something. Uh, he calms down and makes a big speech about how dangerous he is again. Yeah. He carries, for no reason, carries Bella back to the car with his super speed, which makes her sick, and... Uh, he kisses her and Bella gets really horny, but being a gentleman, Edward pushes her off because he's presumably a Mormon. That's what Mormons do. Notes! Edward's analogy. Uh, here's the quote. You see, every person who smells different has a different essence. If you locked an alcoholic in a room full of stale <laughs> beer, he'd gladly drink it. But he could resist if he wished to, if he were a recovering alcoholic. Now let's say you placed in that room a glass of 100-year-old brandy, the rarest, finest cognac, and filled the room with its warm aroma. How do you think he would fare then? Then they stare at each other for a while. Maybe it's not the right comparison. No. She literally writes. No, this is more of the I quote. Know. Yeah. She literally writes, maybe it's not the right comparison. Changing her mind mid-writing and yeah. says, maybe it'd be too easy to turn down the brandy. Perhaps I should have made our alcoholic uh, a heroin addict instead. It was a very clumsy Insanely clumsy, and she's just literally changing her mind. But she's like, I don't want to go back and delete what I just wrote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're over 100 years old... Uh, why wouldn't you have thought of this analogy already and, and not have switched to a better one in mid-sentence? <laughs> you think if you've been around for 100 years, like, wow, my addiction to other people's blood is like alcoholism. Nah, heroin. I'll keep that in mind in the future if I ever have to explain to anyone. But he's never met someone so beguiling in his belly. He never thought he'd have to explain himself to a human, probably. In all his time, she's the best. All right, fine. I don't know. She smells the best, right? Yeah, well, apparently. Yeah. Uh, her, he escapes to Alaska, so he doesn't kill her. Uh, he remo- he returns home because he's homesick. So for me, he's homesick for Forks. That was in the past, so he, wasn't he saying... Yeah, he did that in the past. He was telling her, like, well, When yeah, he first met when her, When I first he, met you, I got upset, and I... He fled to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't in school. It's because I fled to Alaska. Um, but then he got homesick. So I'm thinking he's been around for 100 years. He is homesick for Forks, which makes me think he's been in Forks for the majority of that 100 years, which means has he been going to the same high school for 100 years and no one's noticed? No, maybe home is where the heart is, and he was just homesick because the rest of his clan was there. 
couldn't you tell his clan to move? I mean, I'm sure they can all use their super Maybe they're speed all happy in Fort... Because they have a sweet house, as we found out later. <laughs> and uh, as we also find out later, it's unusual for vampires to settle in one place like that. So they had something special going on in Fort. All right, fine. It's but no, weird. didn't they... Sweet- you think anywhere you live, you got a limited amount of time. you got oh, yeah. 50 years or something. Maybe even less, because you don't want people to notice you're not aging. Yeah, I think they would notice. Completely. Yeah, But, but they, didn't, um, at the beginning of the book, didn't... The other kids in the lunchroom, something, say that the family just moved there not too long ago. Oh, did they? I think so. Yeah. One of your favorite lunchroom scenes. Yeah, I know. I'm so glad yeah. the last half of the book, the lunchroom is never mentioned again, which yeah. is nice to see um, an author grow. <laughs> uh, he says, or Bella says to him, tell me what I can do not to provoke you, which is classic, like, abusive <laughs> relationship kind of talk. Chapter 14. Yeah, what'd you call this chapter? Mind over matter. Correct. Thank you. Damn. All right. Uh, on the drive home, Edward tells Bella he was born in 1901. He was going to die of the Spanish flu. This is a thing. Uh, the vampire doctor turned him into a vampire. Um, and he also did it to uh, Rosalie, his vampire wife, by saving her when she fell off of a cliff and was dying. Uh, they get to Bella's house and they hang out. Dad shows up and Edward speed runs to her bedroom where she finds him later. Uh, Edward tells her he watches her sleep. Edward tells her he loves her. Yeah. And one of the quotes I have is, for almost 90 years, I've walked among my er, I've walked among my kind and yours, all time thinking I was complete in myself, not realizing what I was seeking and not finding anything because you weren't alive yet. He sings her, I say, a goddamn lullaby to go to bed that night. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. Oh, and one thing, one note, that's a whole chapter. Yeah. It's literally the most unimportant stuff in the world. Except that he says, like, you're the only person in the world, you know, whatever. But otherwise, the rest of it, zipping to her bedroom, hiding from the dad, the dialogue, none of it mattered. We didn't have to read any of it. You know, you complain on these other books, like the Morrissey book, that there's no character development. We don't know anything about the characters. You think this is character development, then? <laughs> well, I think uh, Stephanie Meyer thinks it's character development. Yeah, she does. Well, if the characters have, like, only one thought repeating in their head over and over, like, I love that vampire, over and over and over, and that's all she talks about, and yeah. all she thinks and talks about in her sleep. Uh, and we're telling her again how he can kill her, the quote being, it's just that you are so soft and so fragile, and I have to mind my actions every moment that we're together, so I don't hurt you. I could kill you quite easily, Bella, by simply by accident. Uh, if I was yeah. too hasty, if for one second I wasn't paying enough attention, I could reach out, meaning to touch your face and crush your skull by mistake. You don't realize how incredibly breakable you are. I can never, never afford to lose any kind of control when I'm around you. So... Just constantly. Yeah. When NPR said that she hammers a topic, <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I think that the Carlisle, the doctor dad, is a creepy person because just like uh, Golden Compass, he's this author has an obsession, or at least this Carlisle character has an obsession with pocket buddies. You have to be my friend. You can never leave me. He turns these people right when they're about to die so that they have to be with this guy forever. Yeah. You're my son now. This one's my wife now. Like, he's building people around him <laughs> that I mean, they can't go anywhere. It's also giving them eternal life. That's kind of Yeah, but give, cool. give them a kernel li- a, a kernel, eternal life and then send them on their merry way. Hey, you're welcome. Now go have some fun. But no, it's like, now you have to be my son. <laughs> I already just got myself a wife and you've got a sister. So now... <laughs> so, right. forced friendships. Um... Edward, Edward spies they, on Bella's They, they seem to genuinely like each other, though. Well, in this book, sure. Yeah. I just think that the author has this thing where she's like, yeah, you can just... Like, it's like making little drones. They have to be your buddy. They can't go anywhere. 
Uh, Again, I think this says more about you than it does about the books that we're reading. You did this last time. You, yeah, I know. <laughs> and it, I think it still fits. I don't know if it fits. Yeah. Uh, Bella talks in a steep. What am I doing over here? That's, well, you're not trapped. I feel trapped with these curtains, uh, how you rearrange the it's room here. It's fun like a blanket we're, for it. <laughs> Remember when you were a kid, Ben? Yeah. It's like we're little kids again. There we go, yeah. What sort of a emotional manipulation is that, trying to... Would it be cool if I hooked up a TV my childhood? Because I remember when I was a kid... Yeah, can we play Sega Genesis? <laughs> exactly. When I was a kid, and I had more, well, being in the 80s, since I'm considerably older than you... Considerably. I uh, had an Atari, and yeah. when I'd have friends sleep over, we'd make a blanket for it, but we'd connect it all up to the television, so that way we had a television in our blanket for it, and we'd play Atari and stuff. Nice. We could do that today, Ben, if you wanted. I can hook up a TV somewhere in here for you. It'd make it more fun. I mean, I feel like if you did that, I would just... I would do it because I'm obligated, because that's what you want. Because <laughs> you're a forced pocket buddy, yeah. whether you like it or not. Uh-huh. Chapter 15. Okay. The Collins is what I call it. Correct. All right. I think it was just the one chapter that you got wrong. Right, we'll see if we got another one. Okay. Uh, morning. Edward is still there while she's sleeping. Uh, she talks Isn't in her sleep. Isn't that sweet? He's so yeah. devoted. He hangs out because he likes to watch her sleep, and also she talks about him in, the, in her sleep. Yeah, well, that's the only time he can read her, because he can't read her mind usually, so that's yeah. that's how he gets the straight scoop from her. Uh, Edward invites her to her house. She meets his dumb family, people forced to spend eternity with the doctor. Go ahead, say what you want about They me. seem like a perfectly charming family, with a sweet house. Alice kisses her and says, you smell nice, I never noticed before. What does that mean? Uh, Edward plays piano. Edward takes her... To his fake dad's office. Uh, Carlisle, the fake dad, is 362 years old, son of a pastor that used to kill vampires, and he got turned into a vampire himself. How about that? My notes. Alice can see the future, and that's why you can't keep secrets. Not that they're so old that they've learned how to exist without lying for immediate gain. I don't know how to dress when my vampire boyfriend wants me to meet his vampire family, is something that she was talking about. Like, I don't know how to dress. I'm going to go meet his family. Simple thoughts for a simple person. (laughs) (laughs) Not, oh my God, I'm going to meet a cabal of monsters. (laughs) What do I wear? Yeah, exactly. Like, how do I protect myself in case one of them goes rogue? Uh, Do you got any thoughts on that chapter, Ben? Uh, No. No. Chapter 16. Oh, go on. The chapters I did get through, I was getting through them quickly. Yeah. But then Uh, it got exciting, but then I ran out of time. There was a chase. There's a chase. They play baseball and then there's a chase. That's where we're. That's where we're. Are we in the uh, baseball? No, chapter? we're on the chapter sixteen, Carlisle. Yeah, well, I didn't think that right. Yeah, that's when they start playing baseball. Or just that's when they say they're going to, go to the dead. Yeah, they're getting ready to. But that's the chapter is just about the dad. Like, hey, oh, I should explain the dad. Why? Why explain the dad? Explain more about. Okay, do you want character development or not? But it's not a character anyone really cares about, except he does weirdly hang around like the uncool dad that wants to hang around his kids' friends. Because <laughs> for the rest of the book, as the chase is going on, Carlisle's always kind of floating around like, oh, hey, I'll take care. We'll get to it. <laughs> he hated being a vampire and tried to kill himself. He couldn't do it. He refused yeah. to feed off of humans and became really weak. Uh, then, whoop, he can just eat animals. Like, he never thought of that before. Or, like, that. no vampires ever thought of that before. Did you know animals have blood? Yeah. Yeah, Weird. just like people. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hundreds and thousands of years of vampires, and no one ever thought, oh, maybe... I wonder if animals have blood, too. Yeah. I could just try feeding off that and see what that's like. Yeah. He's the first one, apparently, and that's the reason why there's all these other vampires out there feeding off of humans, but this is the only family that doesn't. Edward shows Bella's room, which is full of CDs. Yep. <laughs> so stupid. Alice stops by to say that a storm is coming, and it's baseball time. Yeah. <laughs> which is dumb. So, my notes... Why couldn't they figure out... Uh, why Why don't all vampires 
figure out that there's benefits to not killing humans and they could actually live among people and not have to hide all the time. Any thoughts, Ben? No. Game time, chapter yeah, 17. Here we go. Edward brings Bella home before the game for no reason. So they're going to play baseball. They're going to play baseball, which is where the the, the terms uh, like Team Edward and Team whatever I think came from, even though they didn't play against the Wolves, right? I don't know. Team, wait, is this some like pop culture thing that came out of Oh, you don't remember that? No. Ten years ago, there was always, are you Team Edward or are you Team, uh, what's his name, the Wolf Boy? Is that like how people are saying like what house they are in yeah. Harry Potter or whatever? It's exactly like that. But, you know, this is like giddy teenage kids that have crushes on the people they're reading about. Are you a Slytherin, Glenn? <laughs> I've actually taken the online test. Yeah, of course, yeah. 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 And what are you? Well, my kids made me. Gryffindor? Uh, I'm Hufflepuff, which is the lamest of them. And my spirit animal. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I think they're all equally lame. Yeah, they're all equally lame. Okay. Uh, they they basically like the idea of a spirit animal. Uh, J.K. Rowling decided to make that uh, a Patronus, which is like your power animal, your spirit thing. Mine's a weasel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where like the main character in the book, uh, his is like a proud deer or something. Okay. Mine's a weasel. I found out. That's, that's a lot of fun. That is. Well, I mean that's. You said my demon was a blobfish when we took all the compass, so. <laughs> I still love the idea that you're trapped on the sea, because that's what they said in the book. is like, if yours happens to be a porpoise, you got to be in the sea all the time. Because <laughs> that porpoise can't, like, flop on the land and yeah. follow you through the streets. The wolf people are there trying to warn her about vampires. Dad comes home, and Bella war- uh, tells him about Edward. Uh, the dad says, he's too old for you. We're both juniors, I corrected. Uh, thought he was more right than he dreamed. Uh, Edward comes back to pick her up I put in parentheses tedious and meets dad <laughs> Edward drives Bella to the field in the middle of the woods where they play baseball the field and is super huge because of their super strength yeah and also they have to play during a thunderstorm mm-hmm. to mask all the noise they make which I want to quibble at that point a little bit they hit the ball so hard it sounds like thunder which I, is why they have to wait for it to rain I don't care how hard they hit the ball. It's like, never going to be that The simple physics of like a ball hitting a bat. Exactly. It's going to limit how loud it is, no matter how strong the person swinging the bat is. I know. It doesn't matter how strong, because the ball's got a certain density that doesn't yeah. get any harder. <laughs> so same with the bat. But they have to wait for a thunderstorm, because yeah. that's the only thing that can mask the sound of them playing baseball. I'm glad you're finally getting in the truck with me when it comes to these details, because yeah. an intelligent person, well, not that I'm trying to say we're like super intelligent, but just slightly more intelligent would be like, yeah, the bat's not going to get any louder than normal. You can't make the bat ball thing get louder like thunder and the whole town's going to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just stupid. It is. But they have a huge field because they hit that ball so hard that uh, they can chase further with their super speed. Yeah. You you just, you don't understand sports. No, I don't understand. I think that's part of the problem here. I do understand just basic kind of physics. Sort of like the idea that you can stand in the Eiffel Tower and drop a penny. Yeah, that'll kill somebody. It actually won't. No, it'll... If it doesn't hit a person, it's going to burrow at least a mile and a half into the ground. <laughs> okay, good. I thought we were going to have another one of these fact fights that we have. <laughs> uh, no, a mile and a half into I, the I'm familiar with the concept of terminal velocity. Thanks. I love the idea that it's like there's a group of scientists, just random scientists, sitting in a bunker, and they're just watching things involving the Earth's crust, and they're like, oh no, somebody dropped a penny off the Eiffel Tower again. It's burrowing towards the molten core. <laughs> We're going to have to build a new large uh, particle collider. 
This Hadron thing is broken. <laughs> I love that they have to have a series of satellites to prevent, like, just to monitor people dropping pennies from high places. <laughs> uh, so Alice senses that human-eating vampires are going to wander in. My yep. notes, I don't care about vampire baseball at all. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot of vampire baseball action. It was a whole chapter dedicated yeah. to how do they get to first base with super speed and... Nobody cares. But luckily, the stranger vampires showed up. They wandering. They and wandered in. This, this is the worth... only thing of interest so far in the entire book is that a different type of vampire. So she's actually yeah. tried to think about vampire. Let's introduce culture. some conflict here mm-hmm. and some tension. Exactly. Finally, yeah, it took four hundred pages, but we got there. We got there. Uh, chapter eighteen, the hunt. Yeah. Vampires show up. Uh huh. Vampires Three. real as the Bella's human. Three of them. Three of them. I didn't write down their names. Laura? I didn't write down the main one. one one's French. Laurent. <laughs> Laurent, if you want to do it without Laurent. the accent. All right. Uh, well, it was James and... James is the main one. I forget the other one. It was a lady. I forgot, yeah. I forgot what her name was. Uh, Edward takes Bella home because he's worried that James, the hunter vampire, is so focused on Bella and will follow her to her house. Bella hatches a plan on the way there, and this is... An author who sat down and thought, so just, how would you defeat it? Let's think about the rules of vampires and how would you outsmart a vampire? And the best she could come up with was, I'm going to pretend I'm moving to Phoenix. That way they won't attack my dad. Yeah. Not that they'll just keep chasing her to Phoenix, but that they'll, uh, that's going to trick him. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, she's going to tell her dad that she's moving to Phoenix. James will follow as they actually I like leave. how the dad just lets her go, too. Like, there's like a two-minute argument. Like, oh, I'm going to Phoenix. I know. I hate it here in Forks. I just dumped my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm moving back to Phoenix. And uh, then he's just frozen and lets her go. Yeah, my notes being, is she seriously for real going to go to Phoenix? Wouldn't James just follow her to Phoenix? How is that tricking the guy? I don't get it. So, chapter 19. Well, because they had a couple of decoys to throw him off the scent. What's a decoy? I don't know. It was there was dumb. no decoy. He's they, just like, oh, she got in that truck, so I'll just follow that truck. Now the truck stopped outside that house, so I'll just keep an eye on what's going on. It was confusing. It was too. stupid. It, it's poorly written. It's confusing. It's dumb. Yes. Uh, chapter 19, goodbye. Bella starts her plan by yelling at her dad about hating forks. She yells at Edward and makes it look like she's breaking up with him in front of her dad. Edward sneaks into her bedroom again like a creep and waits for her uh, well, to help ho- pack her bags. Yeah, he's helping her pack. Yeah. It's, it's part okay. of the plan. He, he's always sneaking in that bedroom all the time. Uh, Bella decides she needs to go in for the kill with her dad, so she uses a line that the mom used on her dad before their divorce. Uh, which is, just let me go, Charlie. That's the deepest yeah. moment she's going to write about. Like, she's going to use this man's pain against him to get him to back off. Yeah. So what are you going to say? I'm going to use something profound that the mom said during the divorce, uh, which is just, just let me go, Charlie. That's it. Yep. Uh, well, it worked. Vomited. Yeah, apparently it worked. It, Bella leaves in the truck. They arrive at the creepy Dr. Dad's house. They go with the plan of getting Bella to Phoenix with Alice and Jasper. Esme and Rosalie will take Bella's truck to lure James in the wrong direction. Edward says goodbye. The notes, my point out that just let me go, Charlie. The plan is dumb and lazy. Uh, One thing I think is hilarious in this scenario, Edward's just hiding in the truck with his head down real low. Yeah. Like you're trying to smuggle. It was that, for some reason, that kind of cracked me up. Like Mr. Big Important Vampire Guy has to like curl up in a little ball and get underneath a blanket down at the foot of <laughs> um, Edward's got a creepy goodbye he caught me up in his iron grip crushing me to him he seemed unaware of his watching family and he pulled his face or my face to his lifting my feet off the floor for the shortest second 
His lips were icy and hard against mine. Then it was over. He set me down, still holding my face, his glorious eyes burning into mine. That's how he says goodbye. Yeah. Lifts her off her feet mm -hmm. and puts his corpse lips on her. Yeah. Got any point? You know anything you want to say? Nope. No, nah, you got nothing. Is I, this where you stopped reading at this point? I No, I was still reading at this point, but I I stopped taking notes. I just... Oh, sure. It was... Dead. Yeah, no. What can I say? Chapter 20, Impatience. Did I think I, right I got th through chapter 22 or so. Whoa, whoa, you're almost done. Why didn't you just go for the home stretch? I ran out of time. there. Do you want to... Well, here, do you want to pause and I'll... We'll just read for a while? Watch me read for... Do you want me to read to you? Half hour. <laughs> <laughs> chapter 20, uh -huh. Impatience. Bella's in a hotel room in Phoenix. Uh, the Oh, Jasper is keeping Bella calm. Bella asks her why they're protecting her, and the quote is, It's been almost a century <laughs> that Edward's been alone. Such a dumb quote. I know, and now he's found you. You can't see the changes that we see. We who have been with him for so long. Do you think any of us want to look into his eyes for the next hundred years if he loses you? <laughs> The dumbest thing I have ever read. That's the logic. Uh, uh, was, I just, I can't, like, now I'm hammering home how annoying it is that she keeps hammering their love all the time. Yeah. Uh, Bella asks how vampires transform into humans. Pretty basic bullshit. Bites you. Venom. If it doesn't kill you, the venom courses through your body, which is supposed to be super painful. Yep. Alice gets a vision of the future, and it's James in a room full of mirrors. So... She calls her mom, who's supposed to be in Florida with Phil, and leaves a message to call her back, like, don't go to the dance studio? I don't understand the point of it. Do we, do we mention Phil's a professional baseball player, apparently? I forgot about that, but yeah. it does come back. Yeah. Uh, that Phil, uh, well, we'll get to that. Uh, Alice See, makes I, it clear that, I didn't get to that part, I Edward is extremely angry that she told Bella about how to turn human. Uh, and he's always, uh, you hear more like he's always giving me dangerous crap. And I put the, the dance studio, total suburban girl, scenario <laughs> just dumb chapter 21 the phone call this is where we've moved past what you've read no edward, I, I i got this part oh did you i think i got into chapter 22 edward carlisle and emmett are going to fly down and hide bella somewhere <laughs> so I'm like if they're just gonna hop on a commercial flight apparently. That was what, that's <laughs> in my notes i said why do they need to fly down can't they super run or something yeah or just drive quickly they like, take the time to stand again this is just like going to school and be like i want to change classes i don't want to do this <laughs> and they're like yeah you're too far in the semester it's like well is there anything there's got to be some kind of opening or something like no no it's like well what if i just don't go to class well then you're gonna lose a credit and like, no okay and this is a vampire yeah this is a vampire that stood in line yeah. like i'd like to get a ticket to the field like, um, <laughs> <to> phoenix place <laughs> I understand you're uh, booked in first class, but do you have any comfort plus at least? <laughs> no, all I got is my carry-on. Uh, is, is there meal service on this flight, or is it too short? So stupid. It's like, it's that. It's the the mundane gesture of standing in line and waiting and finally getting the tickets. Just like high, crouching in the car. It's like so mundane and stupid for these supernatural beings. Uh, they're going to fly down, so Bella takes a call. And it's her mom sounding panicked. James gets on the phone to say he has her mother. Tells her to slip away from Alice and Jasper and uh, come alone to her mom's house. This whole big, long dialogue of, like, we get it. Like, yeah. he's like, okay, no, I want you to say I love you, mom. So if you're talking to mom, she's like, I love you, mom. It's like, and it's 90% of the chapter. <laughs> it was like, several this pages. Is so tedious. Yeah. I get it. But, um. That, like, the other, uh, what, Esme? Which. Alice and Jasper, is that who yeah. she's with? Yep. They they can't tell anything's wrong. No, because apparently their supernatural senses. What is Jasper's... Like, she just goes into the other room, and, like, that's enough to... Yeah. You can't sense things, can't yeah. read... You know, you can't, whatever, see the oh, future of this phone call. Her mood has suddenly changed. Mm -hmm. Like, 
Nope, I know. Uh, Bella writes Edward a letter and hopes it gets to him. <laughs> Just stupid. What? Why? Can't the one that can tell the future see what's happening and do something? Ugh. Also, that was just annoying in the book because I don't know if your edition was like that, but it was just annoying oh, to read. Oh, no, I didn't have this handwritten stupid... Yeah. Oh, Lord, it's handwritten! Yeah. It's probably by the author, unless she hired someone with I, great writing. Yeah. I need you to look like a <laughs> impatient teenager wrote this. Just... <laughs> Chapter 22, Hide and Seek. Alice gets another vision, but won't tell anyone what it is. Probably of Bella being dead is what yeah. you're supposed to assume. And then... <laughs> yeah. Did you get this part, too? Yeah, so they go to the airport. Oh, yeah. To, like, meet Edward from the flight from Seattle. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Bella, at some point, needs to, like, sneak away from the vampires to go meet mm-hmm. James to save her mom. Like, mm-hmm. so her idea is to, like, ditch him at the airport. Mm-hmm. Why is she so familiar with the airport, first of all? She seems to know, like... She oh, I was glad the bathroom and stuff. I was really glad the flight was coming into Terminal 4, because I know <laughs> there's this door on the third floor I can sneak on. Like, what the hell? I no. I know, it's hilarious. And oh, she's like... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Got, got a notification from the dating app here. Oh. Is it, leave me alone. Stop talking to me. You gotta, you gotta take some time. Well, so far, answer, so good. Answer her back. Answer I had, her back. It was so annoying over Never the weekend. Never leave a... Uh, make a lady wait. I'm sure I, I Gretchen look, would say something about that. I don't want to look desperate. I just held up my podcast to just to let you know what you just texted me there was off the chain. Hilarious. You sound like you're a lot of fun. I'm going to get back to this podcast, but I'm going to talk to you later. Yeah. I'm Go sure, ahead. Type I'm that. sure off the chain is going to come up <laughs> in this conversation. <laughs> yep. Anyway, over the weekend, I had, uh, it was annoying. I had conversations going on on three different dating apps at the same time. It's, well, well, it's well. such a hassle being single. I'm so glad I'm not in your shoes. Yeah. I, uh, personally never did any dating apps just for the reason of like first of all if no one's talking to me I'm going to be crushed and then second of all if someone is talking to me I'm just going to be exhausted and annoyed <laughs> so yeah. I can't win either way yeah. you know, I refuse to be a part of it uh, Bella asks Alice how visions work getting back to the point oh, some we're, things we're are more talking. certain than others like the weather people are harder I only see the course while they're uh, while they're on it once they change their minds or make a new decision no matter how small the whole future shifts yeah she can't see the future. She just does probability. <laughs> yeah. She's just guessing. Uh, ben may or may not answer that woman on the dating app. If he changes his mind, I have no idea what's going to happen next. But like, I mean, yeah. I can do that. But like, she, you're going to text that lady back. But, I, I but like, if you change your mind, you might not. <laughs> yeah. It's, I liked how she mentioned, though, that she can reliably predict the weather. Because <laughs> clouds don't have free will, apparently, or something. So. Yeah. They get Edward at the airport. Bella pretends to use the bathroom and slips into a cab. All right, this is... I'm, this is where you dropped off? Yep. I didn't get to this part. Prepare to have your mind blown, Ben. Yeah, I'm sure that's what's going to happen. Bella calls James, and he says, meet me at the dance studio. Yeah. For no reason that makes any sense. Why is the dance studio a place? Bella goes and finds that the sound of her mom crying... Uh, crying out is just a video recording from an old home video that he found. So she has an old home video of her mom screaming in terror. <laughs> <laughs> what was that Thanksgiving? What was that what, scenario? Okay. <laughs> she never explains it. So backing up the vision that Alice had was of him in the dance studio with like a VCR. Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah, was there was a VCR, VCR. So oh. that's what was, that's what the VCR was. Uh, is yeah, that's because a of home mom. movie of He's mom screaming in terror. Uh, so James is annoyed that she's so easy to hunt. 
James is going to make a video about his death to lure Edward to come get him. Why not just go fight Edward? Why is he trying to... Is, is, I guess he's... Because he's a hunter. So he wants to lure Edward? Go hunt Edward. I think Edward pissed him off by saying that Bella was off limits when he first smelled her. All right. So his... Just kill her real quick instead of making her come to the place she had a dance studio at as a kid. Just kill her real quick and then go fight Edward. You do it right there in front of Edward. Kill her in front of Edward and then fight Edward. That's what you want. Go do that. But that's not what he did? No. Okay. Apparently when a hunt got away, it was a girl in an asylum, and an old vampire saved her from getting killed by turning her. Wait, wait, wait. What? Back up. What happened? Uh, He's telling her the story about, like, oh, I'm a hunter. Uh, I can't help it. I gotta hunt. You know, you know okay. me. And then, uh, but there was one that got away, and it was this girl that was in an asylum. But an old vampire saved her from getting killed by turning her into a vampire. Then he lost interest. Uh, Wait, was he's that... talking about Alice. Yeah, I was good. Okay, that was, yeah. that was my question. Because again, <laughs> you have the opportunity to create a mythology about vampires, and you're starting over from scratch. Screw all the stuff I know about mirrors and turning into bats. No, they sparkle in the sun. They play baseball. Uh, you have then it's like okay let's talk about all the different tribes of vampires and stuff no it turns out it's such a small world that it's Alice Cullen yep (laughs) so eh, whatever did he not so James doesn't realize that Alice is the one who got away and he couldn't hunt I I don't think the author thought that far because he saw her when they were at the baseball field doesn't bother him anymore (laughs) he didn't remember like how well he probably remembers but it's like the, the author would have to think of that and then write something about it. I don't think the author thought of that. I don't I think mean, she thought like, oh, there'd be conflict from this almost kill and that's what inspires him to go after Bella yeah, because that, no, you'd not, think he'd not want to finish the Alice job first maybe. Or does Bella well, just Well, he lost interest because she got turned. That, yeah. Oh, but just to in this story. Destroy her, maybe. I know, out of he doesn't have to, Yeah, he doesn't have to or eat her. Or destroy just... the vampire, the old vampire dad that turned her. You yeah. know, the... the surgeon guy no and you could have written about like just to show Alice and everyone that you know you got away I'm gonna take away this human that's basically their pet and I'm gonna go kill it yeah. and I'm gonna toy with it and torture it and whatever no none of that's played okay. out you just find out later like oh it's Alice Cullen that he almost killed and lost interest in oh wait you find out later that yeah so wait he reveals that somebody two two got together. away mm-hmm. I put two and two together in three seconds I know okay. this plays out for a fucking chapter <laughs> Bella, so this, so then this is the guy who is going to uh, torture this, you know, whatever he wants to do to get Edward get all crazy and angry. The most he does is he throws her against one of the mirrors, which breaks, she breaks her leg. That's it. Uh, we find out later in the next chapter that he bites her hand and puts venom in her to turn her. Yeah. But if you're trying to, you've been around for a long time, you probably got some weird kinky stuff you're into. Like, I'm going to take all her skin off or something and then I'm gonna turn her like there's something else you do be so like I'm gonna push her in this mirror she's gonna break her leg and then I'm gonna turn her <laughs> my so, notes okay so he bites her and he's trying to turn her that's that's what you that's what's going on wait who, who's turning her James James is yeah why is he turning her cause nothing is thought out in this damn book I thought he just wanted to feed on her it's the whole now point now he wants to turn her now he wants to turn her why? he's a hunter does he explain why he's a hunter that decided no there's no this explanation. This makes no sense. I know. I'm glad I stopped reading when I did. I know. It's so frustrating because I get to that point and I'm like, in the next chapter where you find out he bit her hand and he put venom in her, then it's like, so he's a hunter. They say in the previous chapter he can't. He's compelled to hunt. If he sees something he wants to hunt and kill, he's a hunter. That's his big title and that's what he's known for. He can't help it. He's got to hunt. Yeah. He gets her. 
he's got well, no anger towards previous almost kills, and then instead of killing her and getting weird about it, he just bites her on the hand. Like, ah, that'll make him mad. She'll be turned to a vampire. And that's so weird because in an earlier chapter when Alice was explaining how mm-hmm. vampires are made, mm-hmm. she made a point of saying how incredibly difficult it is and how much restraint a vampire needs to show to bite someone just enough to get the venom in there but yep. not drink all their blood. And she's got that sweet cognac blood. Yeah. <laughs> How did he restrain himself? Yeah. Nothing is thought out in this, this dumb book. This makes no sense. And this is her oh. cramming through an ending because she can't think of an ending so she's cramming through this. Oh, the hunter is going to bite her hand now. Why her hand? You know, and maybe if she like, hadn't spent like eight entire chapters on Bella and Edward just like quizzing each other on what their favorite color is. <laughs> maybe she could have put and some more CD thought into the ending. Yeah. Hands down. You gotta tell me. You gotta be honest. What's in your CD player right now? <laughs> I like how that came back to when he went to his room and he had and a bunch of CDs, CDs there. I know. This. Yeah. Again, it's like That's you a- want to just grab her and be like, you're talking about people that are hundreds of years old. Why does he got an extensive CD collection? Maybe he's tired of music by now. <laughs> he just wants to sit quietly in a room and stare at a wall. I don't know. It's a dumb book. It's a very dumb book. Uh, so, Alistair's description isn't seeing the future, it's just probability. Uh, they go to the airport in all caps to get Edward, which cracked me up. What the hell is on the home video where the mom is crying out? Quote, I suppose you're going to tell me that your boyfriend will avenge Wait, you. Okay, okay back up. I just want to... So she snuck away from them at the airport yep. and then just got a cab? Got a cab. Future lady didn't see that coming. And when when do the vampires realize she's not at the airport anymore? Don't know. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's not explained. Uh, so I got a quote. I suppose you're going to tell me that your boyfriend will avenge you? He so asked. wait, wait, wait. Hopefully they, it seemed to Do me. they just meet, like, Edward and Carlisle at baggage claim? And then they're like, wait, where's Bella? <laughs> I don't smell her anymore. Yeah, is that what happened? <laughs> I know. Also, it doesn't, wait, that's seriously not explained in the book? No. She got away. And that's it. That's it. We don't know when... They realize they can smell when her. The he's got a boner every time she's around because he can smell her blood. But when that smell's gone, he's not like, "Hey, wait a minute." She's already in the cabin, gone, and they can't find her. Future lady can't figure out where she is, but she can get visions of like the room that this guy's hiding out. In. Nothing is consistent. Oh, she sets up dumb. vague rules and doesn't even follow them. Uh, so, chapter twenty-three. I so I got a Fitbit over the weekend. And I'm checking to see if my heart rate is elevated because I'm so angry at this book right now. Yeah. It's not. Nah. Chapter 23, this is where you're going to go. You're angry now. Chapter 23, the angel. Guess who the angel is in this chapter? Is it Bella? Edward. Are you sure it's not Bella? Bella wakes up and she thinks she's dead. I think she's and that an angel. Edward is an angel, even though he's snarling. And that's another thing. You mentioned that there's everyone grinning all the time. Yeah. Edward is always growling and snarling. Which apparently is really hot. So, yeah. uh, well, that was like uh, what's his name, Knox in Double Dirty Mountain Man. He uh, he grunted a lot. Yeah, he grunted a little bit. Yeah, nah, well, he wasn't the smartest guy. No. I mean, when you're a big, sexy mountain of meat like that, you don't need to be that bright. You got a baseball bat between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, quote I have is: This is Edward saying, "Bella, please, Bella, listen to me, please, 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 Bella, please!" Exclamation point. He begged. Yes, I wanted to say anything, but I couldn't find my lips. <laughs> then, since Edward's the angel, Carlisle, the angel called, agony in his perfect voice. Again, she can't mention any dialogue without how perfect he is. Uh, Bella, Bella, oh no, please, no, no. The angel was sobbing tearless, broken sobs. 
Next quote, the angel shouldn't weep. It was wrong. I tried to find him to tell him everything was fine, but the water was so deep, he was pressing on me and I couldn't breathe. So she's like in a... So she's slipping into... Slipping in and out of consciousness. The venom is coursing through her veins and she's slipping into vampire. Yep. What? You're going to say something? Well, in the earlier chapter when Alice was explaining the uh, conversion process... Most painful thing in the world. Yeah, it was like three days of unbearable pain, apparently. Yeah, but here... the picture that's being painted. No, here here. it's just like this dream state where she thinks that Edward's an angel. She's moving towards the light, basically. Yeah. It seems quite peaceful how she's Uh, describing it almost. Carlisle's there to heal her. He's the dorky dad that's hanging around the kids and the friends. You yeah. Know, yeah, go away. Come He's on. a doctor. Yeah. Uh, James bit Bella's hand and the venom is in her. Carlisle says Edward can still suck out the venom, which is stupid. Uh, well, the quote being no, that's, Carlisle, a, that's a thing, right? I, Edward hesitated. I don't know if I can do that. There was agony in his beautiful voice again. It's oh. your decision, Edward, either way. I can't help you. I have to get this bleeding stopped here if you're going to be taking the blood from her hand. Wait, Bella what? passes out. Wait, where's the bleeding? What bleeding? In her hand. Oh, oh and also her leg, I imagine, because she broke it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Bella passes out, but it looks like Edward sucked the blood out and managed to keep his composure, or the venom out, and uh, he managed to keep his composure and not, like, devour her. That's whatever. good. So that's great. Chapter 24, an impasse. Bella's in the hospital. So this is it. We don't know how they arrived there. <laughs> She passes out and she assumes... You know, oh, the, thank God this is the last chapter. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Oh, there's an epilogue, though. It never I, ends. <laughs> my uh, my note on this, on this chapter, the longest ending in the fucking world. <laughs> Bella's in the hospital. There's more tedious stuff that does not need to be written. It, Mom the is hospital there. in Phoenix? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mom is there and Edward and the gang lie and say that she fell down the stairs. This is something that's worth reading. <laughs> Wait, just like... A battered wife might say that's like the cliche <laughs> she ba- thing. She bonked her head on the cupboard. Yeah, <laughs> she's so clumsy. Yeah, Edward tells her he sucked out the venom. Uh, thanks for telling us because they didn't say that before. Uh, has to talk about how her blood was so delicious and it was really hard not to suck it out. Uh, Edward <laughs> pretends to sleep when the mom walks in for whatever reason. Mom shows up and says that Phil did whatever with his baseball because he's in the minor leagues, right? Yeah, uh, and so. They're now going to go to Jacksonville, Florida, because he got like in some sort of minor league plus or maybe the lower mm-hmm. major leagues. I don't know. Uh, says Bella can come live with her now. But Bella says, nope. Edward says that they shouldn't be together, and Bella freaks out. Uh, quote being, are you tired of having to save me all the time? Do you want me to go away? He says, no, I don't want to be without you, Bella. Of course not. Be rational, and I have no problem with saving you either. If it weren't for the fact that I was the one putting you in danger, that I'm the reason you're here. He's bad for her. He's bad for her. But he um, just can't quit her. Then Edward says, I'm not strong enough to stay away. So we're back to that again. <laughs> uh, Bella says she wants to be a vampire. Leave the venom in. Uh, Edward hates the idea. Bella gets mad and says she really wants... I mean, this is me bullet listing down. Yeah. Because this is what's going on in the chapter. Yeah. Bella thinks that Alice saw her as a vampire. Edward says that fate can change because Alice doesn't have real skills. Edward <laughs> tells her to go to sleep. That's uh, that he just dismisses her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's going to bed. <laughs> Silly woman. <laughs> I'm tired of you women talking all the time. Like just get some sleep, right? Uh, my notes: longest ending in the world. Uh, wouldn't leaving the venom, so, venom in Bella make her tied James? I'm wondering because these other people are like stuck around the doctor. Doesn't it make her James slave vampire kind of? What happened to James? He just went away. That's it. 
uh, Edward and everyone seems tired or tied to the creepy doctor, pocket friends again. <laughs> Edward, who's over 100 years old, never has it occurred to him that Bella will get old and die someday because that comes up in their conversation where she's like, I'm going to get old. He's like, don't say that. But it's like, you've been around for a long time. <laughs> you've thought about dating someone, and if they're mortal, they're going to get old and you're going to stay young. Apparently now it's like it's, it's hitting him now. Uh, famous quote, shh, she shushed me. Right <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts, Ben? No. Before we go to the epilogue, because this book never ends. <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, I wish I'd finish it just because that but was my right. assignment, but I'm glad I didn't no, subject you're, myself you're to this. Honestly, not missing anything. Yeah. When you said things are starting to pick up, that's it. Yeah. He lures her in, pushes her into a mirror, breaks her leg, and then like bites her hand, and then just goes away. It was a non-event. It might as well have never happened. But yeah, why did he go away? I don't understand this. And no one seems to care that he went away. No one talks about, like, well, we're going to go find him. Like, it's just, they're done. <laughs> she's just like, okay, well, the problem's now, now, now back to that juicy Bella Edward talk. Yeah. <laughs> Epilogue. This one's going to make you just get angry. What's your heart rate at? I'm up to 76. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's see if we can uh, push that up to 90. <laughs> Edward's taking Bella to the prom. <laughs> What? In the epilogue. <laughs> in Forks? Yep. So they're back in Forks. Yeah. And apparently the, the dad's got no problems with any of this. Like, oh, you're back. I, but I... You used my your mom's quote against me, which really hurt my feelings, but you're back now. <laughs> yeah, do they talk to Charlie at all in the epilogue? I don't remember. He's fine with I don't think he, I don't think they did. Um, I don't remember him even showing up to the hospital. And what about poor Tyler? I thought she promised she was going to go to the prom with Tyler. That's what Tyler thought. Oh, yeah, that's right. Apparently that's not an issue His anymore because they didn't mention it. Uh, they, they didn't. So Tyler, all of that before times. How long are were they gone. in Phoenix for? Like a night. <laughs> okay, so nobody noticed that they were all gone. Like apparently not. I don't know. So Edward gets Bella to dance <laughs> by seriously by putting her feet on top of his feet like you do with a toddler. <laughs> That's what's described in this story. Then Wait, Jake, is that because her leg is broken, or because it's just because she can't dance in general? She's so this clumsy. could be months later. Because she has that inner ear problem that she's not addressing. <laughs> That's or right. So he puts her feet on his feet. Can't Carlisle do something, check her to see what her balance problems are? Oh, that would mean that he's a good doctor. All he does is sits around and waits to turn people. Like, are you almost dead? <laughs> You're going to make a great friend that can't ever leave me. He's a very good doctor, isn't he? I don't know. I think it was established. He's quite good. Fine. Jacob trade. shows up and cuts in on the dance to say his dad knows she's dating Edward. And he says, we'll be watching. Is Jacob the werewolf boy? Yep. Okay. Who's basically clueless through this. Like, why is he even in here? He keeps showing up like, are you hanging around those vampires? And she's like, no. And he goes, all right. And then he fades away. <laughs> now oh. he shows up again and dances with her and says, yeah, my dad's all concerned about you dating Edward. <laughs> so he says, we'll be watching. Wait, wait. He's at the prom? At- Jacob, yeah. Does he go to that school? I guess. Oh, for some reason, I was, I was under the impression that... I thought he was, like, on some other school, because yeah. they were, like, in this whole reservation thing that's separate from town, yeah. and... Yeah, that's a good point. Because she never, like, crossed paths with him in school. Yeah, The first time right. she, like, More lazy writing. Suddenly he's beach. a student there, you know. Maybe or, there's, like, a footnote that we should be looking at where it says, like, oh, he transferred schools. <laughs> 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 she starts slapping this crap in at the end just to try and make things... Maybe that's, like, the 10th anniversary edition as <laughs> these things fleshed out for you. You know, we were being pretty critical of Philip Pullman for seeming to tax some, some stuff. Some lazy stuff, yeah. Not, nothing is, compared to this. I was, know. You were being kind of hard on them, I thought. No. Poor Mr. Pullman. 
I think with every book that we read, I have more appreciation for that trilogy. So it says we'll be watching. Who who says that? Jacob. Says we're going to be watching you. We know you're dating. Edward gets jealous that she's dancing with Jacob and butts back in and gives a speech about taking her to the prom so that his presence uh, doesn't make her miss out on major things in her life. Okay. How nice of him. Uh, more dialogue. <laughs> I'm curious. What did you think I was dressing you up for? Bella says, well, I assumed it was some kind of occasion, but I didn't think it would be some trite human thing. Prom, I scoffed. Human, he asked Oh, flatly. she didn't know he was taking her to prom? No. That was a surprise. Uh, he picked up on the keyword. <laughs> That's weird. You got me a corsage. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, I confessed in a rush. So I was hoping that you might have changed your mind that you were going to change me after all. Edward still won't change her. The thing ends with Edward kissing her throat with icy lips, and that's the end of the damn book. Yeah. 73 beats per minute. <laughs> <laughs> you well, didn't get me up to 90. So that's the book, Ben. Yeah. Let's do our wrap-up. Ben. That was a bad book. Yeah. Just the laziest, 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 laziest writing. and Boring. Repetitive. The Brown and Company or whatever the name of the, yeah. the publishing house is. Read that. They published works from George Again. Washington, and they said, we'll give you a three-book deal after reading that. But you made the point, like, they're, they sold a hell of a lot of books. They made yeah. some money. But I can't. I have such a hard time understanding... Why would this publishing house not say, we've got an editor that you're going to need to work with? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're going to publish this, wait, but we've got a lot of work to do on this thing. S- scary thought. Maybe they did. <laughs> Maybe this is the result <laughs> of heavy editing. I'd like to see the first draft of this, wouldn't you? Oh, my God. Well, she wrote it in three months, so yeah. I'm sure it's a nightmare. Uh-huh. Bob Honey's got a second book we're going to be reading. Yep. Bob Honey sing Jimmy Crack Corn. <sighs> <laughs> Do you know anything about this book? I have not looked at I it. I know at it's all. about as long as the last one, so that's nice. It's yeah, but it's going to be just twenty some pages. Yeah, probably frightfully as confusing. Like I had to reread parts because I didn't know what was going on. It's the Madcap follow up. I hope he's gotten a bigger mallet. <laughs> I hope he has a better thesaurus, <laughs> one that guides people away from the use of wasteful words. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll at least be interesting. Because this Twilight is not interesting. No, it's not. And to think that there was a... I could see the future. And I saw that we were going to wind up reading the second, (laughs) third, fourth, and fifth books. Uh, But you changed fate by changing your mind. (laughs) So now we're not reading any of the other books. I didn't even finish one book. (laughs) That's true. I'm not going to read three more of them. Well, okay, on that note... Next up, Bob Honey, Jimmy Crack Corn. Book Boys! <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. And uh, tune in next Wednesday. I think I'm releasing these on Wednesday. That sounds about right. Tune in next Wednesday, Ben. Thanks. <laughs>